Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Hotbed Live, Night with Hotbed. I'm Lisa Williams. I'm Cherry Healy. And I'm Anarchy Somerville. And we are the Hotbed Collective. I feel like we need to say that together. We are the Hotbed, the Hotbed Collective. Collective. You, you didn't join in. No, because, okay. Right. Come on. This, this, uh, this mic okay. thing. Good Lord. Okay, ready? We are the, the Hotbed, Hotbed Collective. Collective. You didn't join in, Anarchy. <laughs> For the love I of I Jeff. I know you were starting. Come on. Okay. Right, One more time. Honestly, amateurs. One, one more time. We are the, the Hotbed Collective. Seriously. Slow clap. Yes. Now, we are broadcasting from a very special place called Shush. It is in Shoreditch, London, England. The world. Um, you got a GPS note on that. It's, it's, it's kind of the mullet of sex shops because there's the sort of business end at the front, which is Pitfield Cafe, who have been very kind to host us here. And the party side at the back is the Shush Women's Store, which is hidden behind a discreet little gold curtain. Uh, Renee, the store manager, is going to be joining us on the podcast a bit later. But we're very, very happy to be here. It's an extremely special place. Also, all their stock is available online. More details later. Uh, we're here to talk about sex toys. A girl's best friend. Very much so. Uh, they are, I think, one of the most feminist items you can get because they are dedicated purely to... Well, they can be dedicated purely to female pleasure, which is pretty, pretty special. And I just wanted to start by saying what my first sex toy was. So my first sex toy was a rabbit... And I think we probably have to give credit to Sex in the City for that because it suddenly brought out uh, sex toys into the mainstream and suddenly it was okay to buy this kind of thing. Certainly that was the first show that introduced sex toys to me. How old were you? I was probably about 20. Where'd you buy it from? Well, my friend bought it for me. My friend Caroline... That is so... That is chicken. That's really cool, isn't it? Oh, two different reactions. <laughs> Why did you get your friend to buy it for you? I didn't. She bought it for me for a present. So she was, 
a, you know, pretty decent friend first, uh, and then she bought me the sex toy, and suddenly she's my best friend. Because you can't really... In fact, I was going to coin a new phrase, which is a little bit like the Madeleine Albright. Have you heard of the quote, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women? Yeah, yeah I, I love that quote. I think there's a special place in heaven for women who buy their friends sex toys. Oh, yeah. I love that. I think so. It wasn't because I was too chicken. She just bought it for me, which I thought was really lovely. How unusual and kind... Did you turn me off? Turned you down, I think. Rude, Shola, rude, and very justified. (laughs) I'm watching you. Before we go into what Cherry and Anarchy's first sex toy was, I want to first let everyone know that tonight's special night with Hotbed is to raise money for the Eve Appeal, and I'm going to hand over to Cherry to tell you a little bit about what they do, because it is pretty amazing. They are badass. So they do lots of different things, but their their overarching aim is for women to know their bodies. So they are a gynecological, such a long word, gynecological cancer charity. And what, what they want is to unshame women and bodies. So when I met Athena, who's the head of it, she sat me down. She said, you've written a book called Letters to My Fanny. And I thought it was going to be a big, nice, friendly meeting with coffee and loveliness. And she said, why did you use the word fanny? And I was like, oh, you look really angry. You look really cross. And I said, well, you know, it's just a, it's a fun word. She said, why didn't you use the word vagina? I was like, oh, my God, that word. And I realized that it, it's a word that's full of shame and difficulty. So they do a lot around getting women to know their bodies. Because how can you know if you're not well if you don't know your body. And the statistics for women who don't go and talk to their doctor because they don't want to say the word vagina, or they don't know the different words for labia, vulva, vagina, cervix. So there are five gynecological cancers, and most women can't name them. And a lot of women don't know what the symptoms are. And so how can you know if you're not well? And some of them are really treatable, but some of them you need to catch them early. So they do amazing work to educate women and to help women know their bodies. So we're very happy because we're about women knowing their bodies and enjoying your body and there being no shame. Because women grow up with an idea that if you like sex and you are familiar with your body, it's kind of a bit slutty. And it's, there's a negative connotation But we are wonderful, glorious, educated, responsible-ish, lovely women. And we love sex and are interested in it and want to have everything to do with it. So that's why we're raising money for the Eve Appeal, a fantastic cause. And if you're listening to the podcast, please look at our show notes because we will have links to some of their campaigns. Also, can I just add that if you go to their Instagram or their website, it's very easy to educate yourself very quickly. So I highly recommend you go and just have a read because once you know, you know, and then it's done. It's done. Now, back to sex toys. I'm going to throw open to Anarchy. And Anarchy, what was your first sex toy and who bought it for you? Well, it's funny because I was looking at those shelves that were just down here and I was thinking, uh, call me old-fashioned. I'm probably one of the older ladies in the room. But my first sex toy was one of those. A a bookshelf? No, a candle. Yeah. (laughs) Because basically, I was, it was so long, long ago. I love you. I, mean, I, I love you so much. Vibrators had been invented. I know they'd been invented. But my mum loved candles, and she had a lot of candles around the house. And I think one day I just sat and I thought, actually, that is the perfect dimensions, the perfect shape. 
Um, <laughs> Mum is out. I, I am going to try with the candle. So the candle was the very first sex toy. And I should say, actually, that, that you, can, you can snigger, but it's actually not a bad choice because they're, they're the right kind of dimensions. It's not too big. And it doesn't cost a hell of a lot of money. Um, I did feel slightly guilty when my mum would then come home and she would ask where the candles were. And sometimes they would be under the bed. You know, I'd roll them under my bed so she couldn't find them. But that, that was literally my first sex toy. It was was a lovely one. I think it was a white one, actually. Lovely just, slimline just model. Just when I think you couldn't get any more wonderful... <laughs> You tell us that story. Well, do you know what? I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, people are going to think I'm really weird, but it is actually the first sex toy for me. That was. Can, I, can we just throw back to the last uh, live show when Anarchy told a story about you going into the shower and using vaginal hygiene wash on her daughter's hair? <laughs> because it was I just should, there. I should explain. It's a mousse product, and it is, it is actually organic. So, and we... we we find it, it comes out, it's a lovely sort of mousse texture, it's got no artificial ingredients in it, and we do use it quite a lot to wash our hair. Um, I think it's supposed to be for your vagina, but Anarchy, who, who knows? I think Anarchy doesn't like using <laughs> objects for what they are intended to be used for. <laughs> I think you have a thing about that, because in, in our last episode of our second series, it was all about sex and mysticism. And it was called Yoni Live Once, which I didn't get enough credit for. I thought that was such a good title. Um, and I we, thought it was wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> we, we reviewed some crystal and glass dildos, and Anarchy used hers to, uh, instead of as a dildo, she used it to um, crush cumin for her <laughs> pilau rice. It was actually the perfect shape, and, and it was very, very, very hard. One of my boyfriends was very sexually comfortable and open, and I remember he took me into a sex shop to buy a vibrator. And it was one of the worst moments of my life. It was so uncomfortable and painful. I was paralyzed with fear. And he was so comfortable. And I thought, what is wrong? With, what is going on with me? I'm just in a shop. I'm not naturally that shy or insecure. But I couldn't even really talk. I couldn't even look at anyone. It was excruciating. And we bought the sex toy, and it was really great. It was absolutely marvellous. Do you remember what it was? What kind of... What kind I think of... it was... I, I don't really. It was fairly small, because I think I went, oh, no, no, no. Um, no, it was fairly kind of innocuous and little, like Starter, my first vibrator. And I remember thinking, wow, what else is there? And do other people do this? And why don't people talk about it? And I don't want to live a life where I don't get to go into the toy shop. Why do other people get to have all the fun? And where does it go? Are other things really pleasurable? Do I want to be held captive by my own fear? Or do I want to just kind of get over it? So please whistle if you have ever used a sex toy. <whistles> I think that's a yes. Uh, have you used it? Whistle if you've used it by yourself. Whistle if you've used it with a partner. Most people. That's great. Very good. I also want to say, I want to ask them if they've ever used an inanimate object that isn't a sex toy, such as an orange cup or a candle. <laughs> now, I am going to hand over to a very special woman called Renee, who is the store manager of Shush. 
Um, she is from Sweden originally. She came over to the UK. I mean, my writing here says 1922. I don't think it was that long ago. I think it was 1992. She has a lovely retro style, but that's a bit much. It's actually quite rude. I know. My writing is terrible. Um, 1992, she came over from Sweden for a couple of months, and she is still here. And she is working in what she calls her dream job, which is amazing because we always love people who have job satisfaction as well as sexual satisfaction. Um, now, she has won awards. I have my clipboard. Renee has a suitcase of sex toys and a vulva puppet, which she uses to teach classes and to speak at events. Can we just say that really clearly? A vulva puppet. Yes, yes. You'll meet her later. We will meet her later. She wants all women to learn about their bodies, which fits in really nicely with the Eve appeal, and she wants all women to maximise their pleasure. Um, she also supports women who've experienced sexual violence, and she gets them, helps them to care for and enjoy their bodies again. And she is going to go through some of the best-selling sex toys at Shush. So please could everyone give it up for the wonderful Renee. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your vulva puppet before we go on to the suitcase of dreams. Absolutely. Um, so this is Rosie. I've given her a name. Um, now, the alt, obviously, she is slightly oversized. So if yours is smaller, don't worry about it. That's perfectly normal. It's um, not a competition. Um, she's also slightly waxed. Yours might be a little bit hairier. Um, that's good when it's cold outside. So we have the outer, <laughs> the outer labia lips, we have the inner labia lips, we have the clitoral hood. Uh, yes, thank you, please finger her for okay. me. Um, <laughs> then here we have the magic button, we have the clitoris. Now you may or may not know that the clitoris has around 8,000 nerve endings sitting atop it. Now, for those of you who've had male partners or have male partners, you might be familiar with the door ringing technique. It's like he approaches the clitoris like he's ringing a doorbell. May I show? Yes, just ding, pressing. Ding, ding. And those 8,000 nerve endings are crying in pain. Um, now, because we're women, we're quite polite and we tend to kind of jiggle away rather than say, don't, yeah, you know that jiggle. <laughs> and at this point, He's thinking, oh my God, she's loving it. I'm going to ring it a little bit louder. Um, so a really good uh, tip for you and your partners is to think of the clitoris like a clock. So 12 at the top and six at the bottom. Every woman has what we like to call her happy hour. So a lot of women say it's between one and two um, or 10 and 11. Personally, I'm at five o'clock, I don't know why, um, cocktail hour, but once you find your happy time, it'll be a lot easier. So with a two-fingered salute, uh, for your partner, or if you're approaching another woman's clitoris, sliding your fingers up the sides tends to work really well, or if you're touching yourself, sliding two fingers down the sides. So for the people listening at home, Renee is kind of doing the V sign, and moving it around the sides of the clitoris. Mm -hmm. Why is that good? Um, so remember I said a lot of women like um, stimulation at 10 to 11 or one to two. So actually the sides of the clitoris tends to be far more sensitive um, and 
far more for pleasure than ringing directly onto the doorbell. Mm. Don't ring the doorbell. Is everyone loving this? <laughs> Did, oh. I mean, don't you think? Don't you kind of wish you knew this earlier? Well, no, what I... And know, also, what else you got? I really <laughs> wish that this was a room full of men. Yes. Because I think, I think, like, maybe some of us suspect some of these things, but actually, unfortunately, I don't think men are really educated about the clitoris at all. Yes. Um, and because, obviously, there's so much porn, everyone just thinks that it's about kind of ramming your fingers in and then penetration. Yes. Um, Can I ask a question about oral sex? Is there a trick for it to be good? Oh, a wet mouth, for sure. So you can add lubrication. Um, and then it tends to be repetition that does it for women. So there what, mo what movement? Um, everyone is different. And I think if you were to go down on every single woman in this room, <laughs> not a challenge, but if you wanted to... I, I am very competitive, so... Uh, no, do you know what? Great that, way to listen, burn cows. Cherry, no, Cherry, that would actually raise a, a, a really good amount of money for the Eve appeal. <laughs> Uh, I, I love it. charity. Um, and you're hold I should describe this. So you're basically holding something. It looks, I was going to say it looks like a mobile, but it doesn't look like a mobile at all. It looks um, like a tiny it, it toy hairdryer. Uh, hair so in my hand, I have this very beautiful Womanizer Pro W500, uh, probably the least sexy name of a sex toy ever. Yes. I think something went wrong with, with Google Translate. when they. It looks it. like a small toy hairdryer as a way to describe it, because like normal vibrators are kind of long, um, and this one has a kind of like a beak almost with a hole in the middle but, but surely that misses the actual clitoris well you'd think so but what this is this is brand new technology this is called a sucking toy so this is a sucky toy hang on so let me put, put my finger yeah, in the beak put it put it on your cheek okay put, put the beak on i'm gonna put it on my nose yeah you do that if you sneeze you haven't got a cold have you no, no. <laughs> i have just recovered from one this may not be good it's so, yeah, um, yeah it's, got, so, it's kind of sucking it in yes so it sits around the clitoris. It doesn't touch the clitoris directly. It sits around the clitoris. It creates a vacuum and it sucks on the clitoris. It's not even vibration. And um, they're very efficient, shall we say. They're very orgasm reliable. Uh, <laughs> now, the really great thing about these is that if you've had one clitoral orgasm, you can carry on because it doesn't touch your clitoris, it doesn't rub your clitoris, it doesn't overstimulate it. So you can keep going for as long as you want until you've run out of juice. But this is one of the things that we talk about, because I'm just going to say at the moment, this is on a quite a low setting. Um, I'm putting it up a little bit more. Now, basically, my worry with this is that essentially you will <laughs> orgasm in about five seconds. <laughs> because that is so fast. Um, and you know, you talked a little bit about you know, pain and stuff. Um, I'm not a big fan of these very, 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 very fast vibrators that don't seem to have like a slow speed. So actually the, the, the slowest speed on this is really pretty significant. Um, and so for me, I, I don't actually want to orgasm in, in five seconds. I want it to take a bit of time because I'm sort of of the belief that the longer it takes, the better the orgasm is. So some of these things, they're really efficient, I feel. They get the job done. And I suppose if you were literally just nipping to the loo at work and you were like, fuck this shit, I've got to have a quick <laughs> orgasm, you, you could do this very quickly. Um, but I, I prefer something a bit more long and drawn out for me. Whereas, um, 
we're like the three bears, the Hotbed Collective, because Anarchy uh, finds things very sensitive, and I need a machine gun. I need a drill. Um, I, you know, I need something quite strong. So that might be better for me. Well, you, I think you've desensitised yourself through. I have. I really lots have. Of sex toys in the past. I have done. Um, I need. To, I need something with some real oomph. I mean, I'm on max setting for all of them. So always. Whenever, we, whenever we review a product, it's always the same. In that Cherry says it's not hard or fast, quick enough. It's like being licked by kittens. And so, get on with and it. And then I always say, no, no, it's too painful and it's too fast. Yes. Oh, Renee has Renee candle. has reached into her into her bag of tricks. All right, here we go. Right. So, um, for those of you with male partners, or maybe you have a male best friend, or I don't know, a dad who seems really stressed out, um, oh. I have a really great toy <laughs> for men. Um, I have brought along a bright pink penis. I'm going to hand each. Of this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So these are, just for people who are listening, these are little eggs, and I mistakenly thought this was a love egg that you put inside yourself, but it isn't. It looks a bit like a kinder egg. It does look like a kinder egg. Exactly. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to crack my egg open. Can we crack ours open? You only need one. Yeah, do yours. (laughs) So um, what I'm going to ask you to do, though, um, Cherry, if you can open the sachet of lube for me. So inside... The Kinder Egg, once you've cracked it open, you have a stretchy top with a textured inside. We're going to drizzle a little bit of silky lube. It doesn't taste too bad. It's going to take one for the team. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that you're holding the the penis there. I would not want to do this. Have we got scissors? It's actually quite difficult. Maybe pass it to Anarchy. Oh, there we go. Oh, there's, not, oh, there's a bit where you do it. It's, this is, it's always good to have an assistant in the bedroom. Yeah. Really, it's, <laughs> actually, it's actually really awkward holding what, can you, Renee, can you explain what this is for? Yes, so this is the best masturbation toy for guys. Um, if you have a partner who's circumcised, they are essential. Um, if you have a partner with a foreskin, they're still a lot of fun. So either way, if they have a penis, they're going to have fun with it. 
So, um, Cherry, may you, may I ask you to drizzle? Drizzle. Drizzle my egg. I'm going to drizzle your egg. Look. Oh, goodness. You want it inside? So, Cherry's yeah. actually putting, she's putting the lube inside what looks like a boiled egg with the <laughs> top has been chopped off. <laughs> the egg is full. Right, so Aniki, can you please pop your finger in here and, no, not the penis, I'll have the penis. Oh, you sorry. pop your finger and tell me what that feels like. Oh, oh. The thing is, I've, I, yeah, it feels like a, a very small vagina. Very small <laughs> vagina. Right, so what you do, um, I'm going to have to put my uh, microphone down now. I'm going to hold it for you. Put it over the head of the penis, just like so. And it is the easiest Whoa. you have ever given. So basically, it's you a, can the... even watch Coronation Street whilst. <laughs> so the skin of the skin of the egg is going oh, up and down amazing. the shaft of the the penis, and it, it's funny actually. I can see why that would be appealing. I'm again, we're getting people walking past, going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What is she doing? Renee, you're now holding up something that is like a troll with a, with a little <laughs> ring on the bottom. Okay. Um, so what I have here is a silicone butt plug. So we're going to very quickly just slide in, as it were, a little bit about anal play. So, so this is very controversial, this subject. This is often a... They are loving the tanger egg in the, in the audience. They're doing selfies with it. <laughs> they're, doing in, they're Instagramming it. Um, so this is this. <laughs> she's loving it. Um, so this subject is very controversial, and I think this makes a lot of people very nervous. So, so go forth, Renee. Yes. Yeah, so just a very quick bit. So Aniki, going back to your candle. Uh, so putting it in your vagina, um, it's not going to go anywhere. It won't disappear. You can always fish it out. Had you put it in your bum, that would have been a different story yes. altogether. So anything you want to use for anal play needs to have a really flared, safe base and slash or a handle to hold on to. If you insert something in your bum without a base or a handle, the muscle is really strong. It will suck it up. You're going to end up in A&E on a Saturday night. It's mm. a really bad place to be. Don't do that. Um, so anything for anal play, make sure you have a, a product that's made specifically for it, that's safe, and always add lubrication. Actually, uh, it is becoming quite popular, and I think the stigma of it is going a little bit, and women are starting to discover an extra pleasure zone. H have you noticed that you're selling a few more? Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of customers coming in looking for their first um, anal toy or for anal play. And for guys, if you have a male-bodied partner, he'll have something called a prostate in his bottom, which is the male version of the G-spot. So if he's up for it and you're up for it, there could be a lot of fun playing with that. And whereabouts is it? Um, it's about a finger length or slightly longer than a finger length in his rectum. Um, my fingers are probably slightly too short. Um, a long male finger might reach it. Um, but that's why anal toys are so good. And there are some on the market, especially for prostate play. Are they at the, is it at the back or the front? Like, whereabouts is it? Or is it it's in the, oh, it's in the, you go through the bottom. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah I got that, Renee! 
Jerry's I'm going to stick my finger up his nose. Where is yeah, my button? It, it's sort of ah, the bum. Inside, inside the bum towards the belly button. Towards the belly button, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So you want to aim your finger towards the yeah, belly button. Yeah, OK. Smooth nails and lubricant. But yes. And I would say, I can't, yeah, not, everyone is up, not everyone is up for that. Yeah, like ask I, first. If I think about, you know, think about your own personal life, there's probably, 50, what, 50-50 men would like that if you did yeah. that? Well, actually, we're finding a lot more straight couples are coming in for toys for his bum. So these paddles, heart-shaped paddles, are made here on the premises by Team Shush. So you have a red leather heart with studs on one side. Turn it around, we have a slight furry side to stroke it better. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, Cherry, but your bottom was um, volunteered to me. I just felt like the pregnant lady... It, it wasn't OK for the pregnant lady to take one yeah, for the team, yeah, so I'm here, I'm here. Right. But this is a fancy, so Brad Pitt is watching and you're being spanked. So it's everything I need, and I've got Prosecco. Look at that, it's everything I need. So, uh, yeah, this isn't, so this isn't something I've first. ever... Okay. This is new for me. That's okay. We teach you just told me to look away. Yeah. <laughs> we teach spanking classes here at the shop as well as a whole host of other erotic classes. So if anyone wants to come and learn how to spank, um, hit me up later on, as it okay. were. Now, first, first thing, it's a bit difficult to do this with a microphone and a free hand, but you don't want to spank a cold bum. Cherry, may I grope your bum, please? Please do. Warm me up. Warm me up. Why do you not so spank? Sort of bent over Why do you not spank manner? a warm, a cold bum? Um, well, you want to get a nice rosy blush. You want the blood to flow to the area to warm it up. Yes. And with spanking, it's all about the endorphins in the head. If you go slow and you build it right, um, you will have the spanky, the person on the the receiving Am I? End. Oh my God! Am I a spanky? You're a spanky today. Um, the idea is that they will start giggling, they'll start releasing a lot of stress, they're going to have a lot of fun. And um, I think what we see occasionally is a couple coming in, or one person coming in, buying the meanest looking implement they can find, they go home, they whip their partner's cold bum, which is painful. And then they don't understand why they don't want to do this again. Yes. So don't do that. Always warm up the bum first. Okay. Right, here we go. Warm me up, Renee. So I just described... It's a bit so of a... It's a, it's a smack and a stroke. So the smack and a stroke. Sort of I want to And a little bit of a squeeze. A little bit of a squeeze. This is what we call... Renee, I feel like we're bonding. Building, this is bonding. But are you enjoying it? It's odd, I'll be honest. <laughs> it is an odd experience having a room full of people watch somebody squeeze your butt. Especially as Cherry and I have never met before. But I have always been one to take one for the team. Yeah. Okay. So I want to do a little bit of teasing. So at the moment, I'm stroking her bare skin with... That is actually quite nice. So that is quite and pleasant. We want to give you can do lots of that. You can do... Oh, see, that one was a bit So it's not, so it's not, it's not for the sake of research. Let's just go with this. So you're not, it's not, it's not owie. That's, that does sound owie. quite owie though. Is that but not quite painful? Building it up slowly means that you can take more pain later if you want to. Not everyone wants so to. So you're stroking, but you're continually stroking. Yes, we're building our bond. It's not unpleasant, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, she likes it. <laughs> she likes it. You're like, what? How have we gone into a dom sub relationship? Well done. Can I ask a question? Like, give me, do it a little bit harder just for. Yeah, okay, so can you 
Oh God, this is. Oh, here we go. Why did I not just take the out? I don't. Anyway. So are we ready? Oh, oh this is ah! going to be quite painful. She's actually crossed the road and she's running up. <laughs> that was no, it's fine. And also because you know when you sorry, she's got tears in her. Thank eyes. you, by the way. You and I are now bonded for life. So. You know when you get hurt and you rub it because it makes it feel better? Is that part of it? So if you are going to try this, do you have a little spank and then rub? Right. And where can you go with that? Is that, is that just... Does it feel nice? I mean, it didn't feel unpleasant, but then I love a massage. Well, for, for, <laughs> for people who enjoy um, kink or spanking... Um, the pain and pleasure, they're, they're kind of very, very close together. So if you build the pleasure with a little bit of pain and a little bit of pain, and you can keep them on their toes, you can go gently, and a sharp one, and gently, gently, make them beg for it. If they're not begging, they're not ready. And a sharp one. But continue to build the bond by stroking and checking in with them. Um, also, I like the grading technique, uh, which is between one and 10. One, being so gentle, you can't feel it. Ten, so painful, you don't ever want to do it again. So in between each spank, you check with your spanky. And personally, I would never go above an eight. You are a fountain of wonderful knowledge. It's, and what I'm hearing is that basically, do your research. Yes. Do your research. Okay. Do your research. Thank you, Rene. Amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Now, we... Well, actually, first, I just want to say thank you again to Renee for that. Thank you. Woo! Wonderful, amazing. And as she said, Renee does a lot of workshops here at Shush. Uh, she's available for weddings, bar mitzvahs. That is, not that is not appropriate <laughs> for anyone who's thinking of booking her for, Chris for a christening. I would like to introduce Dr. Karen Gurney, at the sex doctor on Instagram. I really like saying at the sex doctor. I don't know why. I just say it, it rolls off the tongue really nicely. But Dr. Karen is a clinical psychologist and psychosexologist, and nearly three series in, I've now learned to say that. Ooh, well done. Um, she is a kick ass at kickboxing. She will fix your relationship. She will fix your sex life. She will do research on so we can learn more about all these wonderful topics. And she also smells amazing. <laughs> she does. She always smells really good. What can I say? Lalabo. Mm. There's a sponsor right there. Oh, yeah. Please, can they sponsor mm -hmm. us? Lalabo and Diptyque. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Dr. Karen is going to answer a few questions about sex toys and also give us a little bit of advice. In fact, I think that's where we're going to start because mm -hmm. it's sometimes a little bit awkward to... Now, you, for example, everyone who is here tonight and who's learning a lot um, and people who may be listening to this show might think, this is a really great idea, but how do we start that conversation if we're in a relationship? What do you mm -hmm. say to your patients? Mm, okay. So it was interesting because actually I think quite a large number of the people here said that they have used them with a partner. Is that right? You yeah. could see from the front. Um, and I think actually that's what we know from research and practice as well, that a lot of people are doing that already. So it's a really normal and fine thing to do. But I guess the one thing that I would say is it's a good starting place if in your relationship already you have a culture of talking about sex often and frequently. Sorry, I'm not sure whether to look at Anika or Lisa. Oh, I know, you're sort of on the spot. <laughs> You've asked a question, so I'll look at you, a bit like an interview. Um, so if you have a culture of talking about sex within your relationship already, then you're at a brilliant starting place. So great if you've got that already. If you haven't 
got that quite yet, then it's a good thing to foster. Getting into the habit of talking often about sex um, and how it's going is brilliant for relationships. Given that our sexuality, the things we like, the way our bodies work, change constantly over time, we need to find a way to talk and renegotiate as often as we can. So that's a good starting place. With that in place, it becomes very easy to say, what about trying this? Let's give this a go. But if that's not in place, what do you do then? So that's where we're going to start, I think. So I guess the first thing to say is pick your moment. Um, it's good not to do it after a row, especially a row after, about sex. Um, it's not a bad idea to do it after sex that's gone well, actually. That's not a bad place to start. Or a time when you're feeling quite close, quite physically intimate together. Perhaps you're on a date, things are feeling comfortable. The next thing to do is to frame it, start it off with a positive. So um, a good place to start would be to say something like, I really like the sex we have, or I really like it when we do X, or I'm really enjoying when we do Y. So it's good to start off with a positive. And then my advice after that would be to try and gauge interest. So you could, you could kind of throw it in by saying something like, I read this thing the other day, I saw this thing on Instagram, I spoke to a friend who said this, or you could just throw it out there and say, what do you think about X? So I guess it could be something like, what do you think about um, us using a vibrator together? Gauge interest, see what happens, get their perspective on it. I don't know if we're going to talk more about that, but people do sometimes have worries about bringing sex toys into the relationship. Maybe we'll come back to that in a second. Um, and then lastly, I think the place to end it is stating the benefits. So I think if we did this, then X would happen is a really good way to introduce it. So I think it would be great if we brought this in because I reckon I'd have more orgasms. I think we could have different ways of playing together. I think it would make our sex life really fun, which would be great for the amount of sex we're having. So they would be my top tips. I read somewhere that you can't really desensitize yourself. It's just a case of getting used to one thing. Is that the case? Or? It is the case, yeah. Um, you can't do yourself any damage. I'm sure Rene would agree with me. Um, the, the only thing that we do know from the science of it, and it has been studied, is that after using a high-frequency vibrating device on your clitoris, your clitoris will become temporarily desensitized for about 15 seconds after you've stopped using it. So that is a thing. Um, and you could say that if you wanted your partner to bring you to orgasm with their hands or mouth or something else, you might struggle then to go from the vibrator to that. So that's worth knowing. But no, it's not going to damage you. It's, it's only going to be good for you because the, the more orgasmic you feel, the more easily you are able to pleasure yourself, the more diversity in your sexual life, the more easily you'll be able to orgasm with a partner as well. There has been studies to show that, I think it's the Kinsey Institute thing, mm -hmm. that says that women do experience more intense orgasms with vibrators sometimes. Mm. So it is a thing, but then obviously you can't really um, go for walks with a vibrator, you can't go to the cinema with a vibrator. So it is just one element of a very rich and varied relationship, hopefully. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I also think there's something about the fact that if you're controlling the vibrator yourself, you um, have perfect biofeedback with your body and you can learn to um, move it to the side a little bit or turn it down a bit and ride the crest of the orgasm better than you can quickly communicate with a partner in the moment where you might need to tell them to slow down or, or move somewhere else. So I think there, there's something about the vibrator and being able to control it that makes it useful. And I 
also think there's a body confidence thing as well because a lot of, for a lot of our listeners, body confidence is a thing. And I won't get too serious because it's not really in the spirit of the night. But there's something about having a sex toy which, you know, you don't really care what the sex toy thinks about your body uh, or your performance or your the facial expressions you're pulling, for example. It takes away a bit of the inhibition. So that could also explain. But it's it funny because we talked about, um, you know, what the ideal sex toy might be like. And I remember saying to you that for me, um, what all of these toys miss is that none of them have a face and none of them can speak. <laughs> and so, because for me, like, if I could have, for me, if anyone's listening or wants to sort of copyright this, I've said it before, but if you took that, basically... It's the Dave Grohl mask. Dave Grohl mask. And if he would just say really lovely things, like, you just look amazing, you're beautiful... Um, God, you look really sexy today. I, I love all the washing you've done and all the other <laughs> domestic tasks. I noticed that you cleaned all my skid marks off the toilet this morning. Um, those are the kind of things. I would, I would be having sex with that sex toy all the time. So I think they've missed a trick. No, you can have that. A sex robot. It will be coming It is a soon. sex robot. But the thing is, it doesn't even need to have a penis. It just needs to say nice things. <laughs> and that's it. I would like to thank you all for coming. You've been wonderful. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you very much to Renee and her team here at Shush. Listeners, there's an exclusive Hotbed listener discount if you use the code HOTBED on their website. And I'll put the website in the show notes and on our Instagram. So please do check them out and get 10% off. Uh, I'd like to thank the Pitfield Cafe for having us and to Siegfried von Underbelly for hosting our after party. I'd like to thank Dr. Karen Gurney of the Havelock Clinic at the Sex Doctor on Instagram. We have been the Hotbed Collective. And if you like this podcast, please like, review and subscribe. We would really appreciate that and help us make the world better one orgasm at a time. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.